I'm David Liggett with Data Center Hawk, and I am joined with Russell Cozart, Senior Vice President of Product and Market Strategy with Sixterra, and we're talking about the data center industry next. Hey, I'm David Liggett with Data Center Hawk. Focus on cloud, location, data center industry trends, the dynamic market. Well, I'm David Liggett with Data Center Hawk, and I am here with Russell Cozart. Russell is Senior Vice President of Marketing and Product Strategy with Sixterra. Russell, thanks so much for joining us. We're excited to uh, get to talk with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, you know, before we jump into our discussion, would love to get your background. You have an extensive, uh, you know, background in the in the data center industry, uh, as well as just from a technology perspective. So, tell us about your background and and what led you to this role. Um, with Sixterra. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been in the industry about 15 years, uh, got in right about the time we were trying to explain to the world what cloud was. Uh, started with uh, data center managed hosting uh, company Terramark. Some people are familiar uh, launching uh, our enterprise cloud product, which was really the uh, the enterprise answer to AWS's commodity public cloud and uh, spent uh, several years there until that company was sold to Verizon in 2011. Uh, and then from there, I spent some time uh, launching uh, Dell's uh, VMware-based uh, cloud offering, uh, and then ultimately to VMware to launch uh, the vCloud, uh, vCloud Air product uh, at VMware. So spent my time there, and then uh, most recently before Sixterra, I was uh, at GE, uh, and I owned the uh, GE Digital's uh, portfolio of cloud hosting, uh, physical server infrastructure, a portfolio of about 800 million in revenue uh, for the business. And uh, um, got the call uh, a little over three years ago about uh, what Sixterra was doing, a lot of the old uh, leadership from Terramark. Um, which, uh, you know, at its core was an innovative company and they were bringing that vision to bear and at uh, Sixterra. And so uh, I, uh, I absolutely uh, couldn't miss that. So came and helped sure. launch, uh, launch what we're doing here at Sixterra about three years ago now. Well, that's awesome. So, so tell us about, um, you know, you, you mentioned going from GE to helping with uh, Sixterra and kind of the beginning of this company that acquired the CenturyLink um, assets and really launched their company, you know, three or four years ago. Just talk about that and, and some of the products that, that you all brought to the market, maybe what you're spending your time on today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, initially, um, you know, Sixterra, not a household name. CenturyLink, definitely a, a household name. Um, you know, we were a, a combination of uh, Medina Capital's uh, four uh, small disruptive cybersecurity software companies and the, uh, the, the, the venture with BC Partners uh, to acquire the CenturyLink uh, data center assets. So, you know, first thing out of the gate, we really focused on, uh, you know, becoming uh, Sixterra and really uh, educating the market about, uh, you know, Sixterra as a company, who we were, what we were doing. And the primary focus around the development of the company was how do we make and deliver data center products and services better and faster? And you know, in an industry where there really hadn't been much innovation in the past 20 years, mm -hmm. uh, how, do we, yeah. how do we expand and grow on that? And so uh, there were a lot of themes, a lot of stories that we were weaving together 
Um, you know, and it's been a, it's been a journey the past three years, really taking a, a, a look at what we were doing and at the market and our customers and really trying to define how we really deliver the core value that uh, we want to deliver with a combination of innovation and the stability and resiliency that uh, customers had come to know with uh, the CenturyLink data center asset. So it was a, it, it's been a uh, three years that's uh, some days it feels like it's been three hours and uh, uh, sometimes 30 years. So it's, uh, it's a great journey that we've been on. I think we've made a lot of progress uh, really driving and getting back to our core innovation. Uh, so most recently, we split out the, uh, you know, the cybersecurity software companies from the data center business, uh, primarily to allow those uh, to operate, uh, so same ownership, but two different stories, really, and, and two different core value props, two different sets of customers. So that allows us, uh, who are on the data center side, to really focus on delivering the world-class data center innovative experience for, for enterprise customers. Yeah, that makes sense. What are some of the trends that you see taking place today that you're basing that innovation off of? Yeah, there a couple of a couple of trends we started knowing and understanding, and then some that obviously have have just come to come to fruition. Uh, you know, first and foremost was the enterprise paradigm of resource consumption. So, if you think about the traditional uh, the traditional IT uh, infrastructure leaders and CIOs that are thinking about. Uh, you know, the, the mandates that started as cloud first and have evolved into cloud smart and then uh, the idea around going on their, uh, you know, the digital transformation journey. Um, people are very uh, used to today the point click uh, and provision instant access to resources. Uh, you know, utility-based billing, consumption-based billing, OPEX spend, shrinking capital budgets, you know, these things that have led to public cloud seeming at first to be the, the right alternative for everything, right? As, as enterprises are, you know, even most recently, we've, uh, we've seen that, uh, you know, the enterprise data center um, is, is shrinking. They're, you know, CIOs are looking at ways to shrink those footprints. And when they look at the, the new paradigms of, of consuming resources to replace that, um, you know, that isn't something that's traditionally found in a data center. Uh, so that trend has been, how do we align our products and services with that more modern paradigm? Um, and then obviously, you know, uh, with the COVID pandemic uh, this year, we've really begun to see uh, the trends that had started in, uh, you know, the cloud first digital transformation uh, begin to accelerate. And as CIOs are looking at the next 12 months, the next 36 months, uh, what they had planned for maybe 60 months, they're really starting to think about, uh, this has got to go faster. I need to move faster. Yes. And so that's, that's really, uh, you know, some of the core trends that have been shaping the way that, uh, you know, we're, we're tailoring what we're, what we're bringing to market. Yeah, you mentioned COVID-19, and it obviously has had, uh, you know, an impact not just on the data center industry, but the world. Um, you know, how do you think that will play out, you know, maybe the rest of 2020 and beyond? And I know this is a bit, you know, looking towards the future, but, um, you know, you mentioned that digital transformation and how fast it has come about for some companies that certainly weren't planning to speed that up this year. Uh, you know, talk about maybe what you think uh, that how that will play out the rest of the year and then, you know, 2021 and its impact on the data center industry specifically. 
Yeah, I think the the general premise of some of the uh, you know the the objectives that were on uh, you know uh, CIO mandates, um, some of those priorities are remaining the same, just just accelerated. And so I think what we'll what we'll see is the continue uh, uh, an accelerated evolution of there's there's still a need to be close to infrastructure to be uh, to have that control to have that security. Um, I think we'll we'll begin to see really the things that we've been talking about for for several years. Uh, the hybrid IT strategy uh, will continue to see that uh, the the priority uh, begin to uh, you know surface even further to the top. Um, so I think that uh, you know as as they're looking to pull back and thinking about their workforce. Uh, you know, the, the changing workforce uh, becoming more remote. I think that's a trend that's likely, uh, you know, not just to be for uh, uh, this period during, uh, you know, lockdowns and, and social distancing, but trends that we'll see continue well into the future as we begin to see that there's a different, uh, there's a new normal, right? So it's not just a temporary new normal. It's, I, there is some portion of this that is going to change the way that we do business going forward. And I think from a, from a digital economy perspective, we're going to see the trajectory, uh, you know, it's hockey sticking uh, in, the, in the trend we were already seeing. We'll, we'll see that continue to accelerate. Uh, I think that uh, getting out of enterprise data centers, uh, looking for um, hybrid IT solutions, the combination of public cloud and, and co-location, I think we'll see that accelerate. Uh, but the CIOs are, and infrastructure leaders are, are looking for partners that can, uh, that can go with them on that journey, right? That can be yeah. that partner during these times. So I, I think those are, are trends that we'll continue to see at just an accelerated pace. Yeah, one of the things you said that I thought was really good was, you know, the, the enterprise users, that uh, customer that, that is needing someone to walk alongside them in the journey because you just don't know what's coming as a, as a company that's out there trying to, uh, you know, determine your IT infrastructure strategy because you're making decisions based off of what you know today and then what you think will happen in the future. And I think we're all in agreement that, uh, you know, the future surprises us. Uh, it certainly has surprised us this year. If we if we take the, the COVID-19 pandemic aside for a second um, and push it aside uh, and, and talk about just the enterprise user as a whole, what are some of the other challenges you see those companies facing today uh, as they think about their, you know, IT infrastructure and how to uh, make decisions and make decisions quickly? What are some of the pain points? I mean, you, you and Sixtera, you have, you know, thousands of customers uh, what are some of the, the challenges you see them experiencing today? Yeah, it's it's interesting that you say that because there's there's a laundry list of challenges that as we formed the company, we began to think about uh, all of our enterprise customers that, that are faced with very similar challenges right now. I mentioned some of them, the shrinking CapEx budget, the legacy aging infrastructure, uh, this you know the driver to uh, the the hybrid IT strategy leaves many uh, enterprise with skills gaps and uh, you know very complex solutions and uh, then we have instances uh, you know and and COVID presented a, a unique uh, a unique um, uh, I, I almost want to say a microcosm but it's it's so much larger than that of of issues that they've had that are 
uh, you know, they're highlighting these uh, these challenges uh, as customers are looking at alternatives and new solutions. Uh, the the fear of getting locked into that because the future uh, is is changing so rapidly. And how do they how do they get what they need without sacrificing uh, the, their core tenants of being able to deliver on their own IT strategy? And so. Uh, you know, the flexibility, the agility, the speed to market, uh, those things are, you know, challenges, uh, you know, IT uh, and enterprise IT leaders have always had. And now we're, we're seeing a heightened renewal of those challenges and, and seeing them in a slightly different light um, and uh, making us acutely aware of these are problems that, you know, you, you don't have, uh, you know, 18, 24 months to solve. These are things that uh, they're having to solve now. And so, you know, that's part of, of what we think about on a daily basis is ca- how do we deliver in, in, in that more uh, flexible and, and agile manner to, to, to support the, what enterprises are going through in, in these types of challenges. Yeah, and it's, it's so good because the, the, the tension that has been in our industry for so long around you know, companies that have to deploy a lot of capital on the front end to make decisions that over time, whether it's you know, technology refreshes, uh, business climate changes, uh, you know, whatever those things might be that make whatever that solution was obsolete, no longer relevant. You know, I think Sextera and other companies that are really looking at, hey, how do we provide a more flexible solution that allows our customers more agility and the ability to flex when they need to, uh, you know, I think will certainly resonate uh, with the market. And I would imagine that that's you know, providing some really interesting discussions with customers that you all have today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We see, we see it day in and day out. Let's talk about, uh, you know, the portfolio as a whole with Sixtera. You know, obviously a majority of it is here in the U.S., but uh, you certainly have a presence in Europe as well. Uh, you know, what do you see as kind of, you know, from a product perspective and sitting in the role that you are in today? You know, how do you make sure you're tailoring uh, your products to meet, you know, whether it's the market by market demand or, or where you're seeing different maybe sectors more focused, if it's the healthcare industry or, um, you know, the financial uh, services industry, how are you um, evaluating how to present those products based on, you know, the market, the country, et cetera? Yeah, so uh, enterprise IT uh, has some core foundational uh, similarities uh, across industries. Uh, so across verticals and across markets, uh, we do spend quite a bit of our time uh, taking a look at uh, who our customers are in each market that we're evaluating. So like you said, we're in 29 global markets right across North America, uh, Europe and, and Asia. And so what we're spending time on is really getting a better understanding of who our customers are um, and who the customers uh, that we can serve in a, in a given market are uh, with our collection of, uh, of products and services. So really looking at the entire portfolio, really understanding those those challenges on a market by market basis. And we do see, uh, you know, different challenges uh, for 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 North American markets uh, versus uh, Asia Pacific markets. Um, we see the timelines are different, even if we see similar challenges that they face. So we spend a lot of time really digging into uh, the the problems that we uh, discover in each of those uh, in each of those target markets, and then really understand 
uh, get a better understanding of how we solve for those and and what do we need to build or bring to market to, to address that. So it really is uh, just a, a deep dive on the, uh, you know, that customer to really, uh, we want to, you know, I think it's part of our culture that we are, uh, have a level of, uh, you know, intimate understanding and uh, familiarity with our customers and their problems. And so we really spend, uh, invest quite heavily in ensuring that uh, that's something that is top of mind for us in our, uh, when we are doing our own product development or whether we're doing, uh, you know, mapping out uh, architecture to assist customers in, in their journeys. Um, and we, we go market by market, right? We've got a great team uh, around the world that uh, helps us be, uh, you know, uh, side by side with our customers as they go through it. And uh, that is what we ingest uh, into our uh, roadmap to ensure that, that that's what we're bringing to market for them. Yeah, you've been in the industry now for 15 years. I mean, what, what gets you excited about the future? And, and obviously, we're in a very unique time period right now. Uh, but, you know, as you think about, you know, the next one, five, ten years in this industry, what's the most exciting thing for you to, to keep moving forward? You know, I think at, at its core, uh, the next three to five years are going to be um, game changing for the industry. Uh, you know, we've been on the we've been on a trajectory of change and driving innovation in this space. And and the world has changed uh, since, uh, you know, the day that we were trying to educate educate people about cloud and uh, and what that meant and that it wasn't nefarious. And I think it's it's so critical to understand how a, a data center provider um, when there are only a handful uh, in the market who truly have a global platform, how we are, how we evolve over the next three to five years, based on how customers are, our enterprise customers are being uh, challenged to evolve, and there's uh, there's so little runway to get there, and we've been on on a trajectory, and now there's a, a renewed uh, um, evaluation of what we're doing and how we're doing it. And so, you know, we're, we're on the precipice of, of major change uh, in the enterprise, uh, which necessarily means uh, for us as well. So it's really going to be uh, an exercise in the next three to five years of moving at breakneck speed, ensuring that we're bringing, uh, bringing to bear our, our innovative capabilities and ensuring that uh, we're solving the new challenges and the new problems that our, our customers are facing on a regular basis uh, at an accelerated pace. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited about, uh, you know, being able to uh, deliver the cutting edge and, uh, you know, make sure that that's something that uh, resonates with, uh, you know, with customers who, uh, you know, their their lives are changing. And, and so we're, you know, that's for us and the industry as a whole to to ensure that we're there. And so I think it's a really exciting time to be to be in this space. You bet. Russell, thanks so much for taking time to uh, talk on this uh, discussion. Really appreciate it. And your, your background is really interesting. Um, you know, excited to see what you and the rest of the Sixera team is going to do over the next few years and look forward to the next time we get to chat. So thanks again. Look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.